transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. The Zoom lords have dictated that once again, we have to record an old heart radio podcast. Obviously, my God, it's under further review. The council has assembled. It is, it's been a little bit. It's been, it's been a little bit of a, a stretch between now and uh, the last time we recorded. Not too long, but also, you know, life has happened. How you guys doing? Good. Good. <clears throat> I like that. I like that. (laughs) Silence and then good. (laughs) Sitting on a rainbow, pissing Skittles, bro. There you go. Busy. Yeah. I I, I was just planning on responding with a long, wheezy groan, but I figured it would take up too much space. Uh, Fair enough. Fair enough. Save that that for a coffee and contemplation episode. (laughs) (laughs) We might need to do that. 13 minutes of just sighing. Nah, yeah, that, see, that's that's. I was talking to Lucas about this recently. Like, you know, like there's been old art radio that's been going on for almost five years, and uh, if not that, it's hard to kind of really pinpoint the exact like start date um, because the first episode's lost in time. I had to delete a bunch of files way long ago. But there's so many shows that I've just been kind of like throwing around in the ether that I really like. Eventually, want to start picking it. The Gilmore Girls podcast is one that oh I've goodness. officially put in the docket of we need to do. I have a plan for that. And so I'm looking for participants. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I can help you there. Yeah, I'm done. I, I can I know participate. Yes. It's like it's always sunny where they're like going episode by episode. Yeah. So I've yeah, never I've, seen the show. So I'd I've, be like, what's this? Yeah, I loosely know some characters' names, but that 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 is like that's one I wanna I wanna like put in the docket, you know. There's a yeah. There's like the 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 theoretical emo show that like is one that like I you know I want to do eventually, but that's gotta find some structure. But there's there's like you know, and then there's this all, all the video series that I had in mind for this channel a long time ago called Eat It or Believe It, where it's really it's eating based things that you. I try. I I don't know if I ever told you guys this. So me and me and somebody back in the day, we tried to record a podcast version of Eat It or Believe It, where we like ate. A bunch of lemons and ask each other like fucking questions or whatever and <laughs> shortly after like recording it i tried to edit it and it was just so much like, <laughs> like, <laughs> that, like i was like nobody wants to listen to people eating in this fucking audio format <laughs> and it was a like little, a little yeah. asmr treat for the the listeners it was gross oh, it was just like nah this is not right <laughs> put the microphone in your mouth yeah pretty much you might as fucking well but either way, I'm like, I'm always so stoked that, 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 you know, under a further review, UFR has kind of carved this like spot in the old heart, as Dusty put it, the old heart radio cinematic universe <laughs> where, <laughs> where, you know, like it's, it's like, a, it's like, it, to me, it's like, it's become a staple of like a lot of things that like, it shows people like, you know, some fun. It's like everybody, whenever, whenever they listen, they like reflect to me that they just have a great time listening to this fucking podcast so i don't know man i just i appreciate the hell out of it all and i am done fucking rambling for long enough i feel like i'm just opening the podcast and talking out my ass so see guys get the the real universe going you got to start having some crossover episodes 
Oh my god. Start featuring guest stars across the different properties. Now that would be do. Yeah, build that would that, be wild. Build that deep lore. There you go. Just <laughs> yeah. keep setting up Chris Gaines as the main villain. He's canon. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> We're never gonna catch him. He's too elusive. Yeah, instead of like you, you do you guys remember when uh everybody was like coming up with speculations as to how they were going to defeat Thanos and the Thanos thing came up. It's yeah. Chris Gainus. That's, that's really how we're going to have to defeat him. Chris Gainus. What if, oh, is he setting out to destroy half the world? Cause you know, one of, one of us gets all chaotic and just switches teams and joins with him. And then nobody can join Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines has he's he's aligned himself with the fearsome foe that we cannot we we will not mention on this podcast but I think we all know who he is. But he'll be the, betrayed. It's gonna have these, a real rogues gallery on this one. Yeah, you've got Devin Townsend up there, the entire yeah. band of Clutch. Hey, <laughs> I'm I'm definitely gonna betray you, fucking assholes, and join with Devin. It's, it's, Suck it. It, it's like a clutch band with Dev, yeah, Devin Townsend and Chris Gaines fronting. Like, it's I wanna, like, yeah, I want to be a roadie. We have to enter the the old heart radio warring states period where we all just split into different factions. <laughs> yeah, we, we all have our own individual podcast where we just talk shit about somebody else's podcast. OHR <laughs> Civil War is what it is. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, that's kind of fitting for what we're talking about today, because the purpose <laughs> yeah. was to piss each other off and talk shit. Oh, we're man. the seats for it. And it's, it's fucking true. Like, we, you know, like Caleb was just saying, we put together a playlist purposefully aimed at uh at each other really where it's like you know i know some doozies are on here and i i like i know i'm really hoping to have pissed off some people like rubbed you the wrong way a little bit um because i know i feel that way about this goddamn playlist <laughs> so you know the theme of the playlist is uh i guess anger more or less would you say <laughs> pushing but, each other's buttons spite pushing each other's yeah spite it's also (laughs) it was a fun exercise to you know you think about each person and what you know about them and be like how can i tailor you know how can i curate stuff that will specifically upset them i gotta say i actually had a really hard time with this one i i never actually put thought into deliberately pissing you guys off before and now that i like i had to do that it was a little harder than i thought that's usually i just do it on accident i i found it quite (laughs) quite easy to be honest (laughs) (laughs) fuck you guys it's true well uh all that being said i say we just dive in because i got my my picks right on top and the first one is directly aimed at you mr jameson jones it's glory hammer legend of the astral hammer (laughs) it is a glorious space power uh power metal song that we i mean we we're all familiar with glory hammer at this point Mm -hmm. um it's fucking oh mm, chef's kiss it's <laughs> it's amazing but i really like you know i want to get some i want to get some takes on this like dusty how how did you feel about this this ripping glory hammer song oh, i mean it's very much the same song as the last one but it's nonetheless i still enjoyed it it's Fuck one of the, you know that genre I, I like and yeah it's it's got that that catchy riff the dun, 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 is like the chugging along and it's just like yeah, it gets you ready for battle yeah 
psyches you the fuck up. Uh, Nick, I would say that, like, you know, you're kind of one of, you're like, you're the person that really, like, forced me, I think, to fa- pay attention to Glory Hammer. So how do you feel about this track? Um, I won't lie. I, I, I've grown a little bored with the band. I've been listening to them for many years, but... I mean, they've, they've only had about three albums out now, and I've listened to each one of those many times to the point where I don't really need to listen to it anymore. That Fair. said, this particular song I have great memories of. I've seen them live a couple times, and I got to see this this song live. And the the front man of the band, it's, uh, I can't remember his name, but that he guy. was just hoisting this just magnificent, gigantic hammer <laughs> in front of the stage. He's wearing like this elven armor like up top and like glittery leggings down below. <laughs> like just, it was it was absurd. It, it just the entire crowd just sort of pulsing as he's just they, they at one point they cut the music out and just let the crowd sing Legend of the Astral Hammer and then the crowd just fucking exploded. It was pretty cool. Fuck yeah. Um overall, I'm pretty bored of the band, but that memory is a very special one because that show was really good. Hell yeah. Uh, that's understandable though like yeah they can be kind of like like you know like anything if you listen to it too many times you're kind of you're kind of tired of it caleb what about you though how did you feel about the hammer so um i think nick kind of put it in a good way like i don't go out of my way to listen to power metal but i do support it and i appreciate it because it's stupid and it's silly and it's fun um, and this is a great example of that I, I've never seen them, but I can imagine, you know, based on that story, it would be a great experience, but I don't know. Power metal is really fucking goofy. It's <laughs> a fair assessment. I love power metal, but that's, that's very fair. And <laughs> I think, you know, it's pretty on brand for Jameson to hate things that are too goofy. <laughs> so I got a, a big kick out of thinking, oh, fuck, he's going to hate this. <laughs> he's going to cut these shenanigans out. Well, Jameson, we have to hear from you. Well, what's your hot take on this Glory Hammer song? I mean, it's just a bunch of theatrical bullshit. Dusty explained <laughs> it. Dusty called it back in, I don't know, one of the early episodes. It's just theatrical bullshit that I hate. <laughs> Um, it is just a massive eye roll right from the first seconds of the song but if I do have to give it one thing it's good for a laugh Um, but no it's not something that I need to spend any more time listening to (laughs) you're gonna wear that gavel out today it's all gavels today (laughs) it's all gavels Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that. It is like just theatrical, crazy nonsense, but there's just something about it that just, I, uh, yeah, that, that lives in me. Um, but you know, the next song is something that like, I, not only did I figure that one of you in particular would probably hate it, but I figured all of you would really probably hate it. Uh, <laughs> and you know, that being said, it's a John Coltrane song, uh, called Jupiter. And, you know, this was directly pointed, (laughs) this was directly pointed at Mr. Flannery. So we'll come around to him, but uh, let's, let's just, let's just kick it off with Caleb. How'd you feel about, about John Coltrane's, uh, uh, you know, just devastatingly amazing. (laughs) No, it is. Um, you're right. Um, it's complicated. Just this song is complicated, but the way I feel about it is too. Um, I like jazz. 
I appreciate it. It's really cool stuff. And I mean, kudos to John to, you know, for just going for it. I mean, like, I'm going to play all the notes and I'm going to do it for like five <laughs> fucking minutes. And that's cool. But <laughs> it's it's a lot like it's pure chaos. And I always think of Dwight and Angela just play the right notes. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that dude can shred. But it, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not at that level of jazz just yet. <laughs> but I appreciate it. It's there though. Uh, uh, Jameson, how, how about you, man? How did you take How did you take down this John Coltrane song? This song made me sad, man, because I'm I do like Coltrane's <laughs> like more mainstream stuff, but I only made it through this song one time, and I couldn't <laughs> do it again. And I have listened to this playlist many times because we've been leading up to recording this one for a while but i i couldn't do it more than once it is fucking rough to make it through <laughs> oh, no. it's it yeah it takes a it takes some willpower at times there's a few parts where it sounds like he's learning to play the instrument <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. no. oh man dusty how about you man how'd you feel about this track that was a Christmas song at first. Those spells <laughs> started. And I was like, who put a Christmas song on here? And then it just delves into chaos. I put this, I'd call this like car wash jazz. You're just like what? going from one thing to the other. There's not really a point to it. You really start, you know, the good thing is it's end, it ends and you're hopefully clean. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what? Well, oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. I like that take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird as fuck, just like this. Oh, well, that takes us that takes us full full around to you, Nick. Uh, how'd you feel about this chaotic at times like un, uh, you can't follow kind of track in John Coltrane track? Well, frankly, I, I was at first a little touched. Um, it, I really felt that I was heard, uh, that I was listened to uh, during the moments in time where I was describing the most awful fucking kind of jazz that I'd ever heard in my life. I, I thought this was like, this sounds like what I was describing just to kind of make a point on my least favorite kind of jazz. And you found exactly the song I was describing. This was the most abrasive, grating fucking thing I've ever had to listen to in my life. Yes. <laughs> I, I only listened sure. to it once, like 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 Jameson did. Um, I didn't hear a musical element in that whole fucking song. That was garbage. <laughs> and respect to Coltrane's other work. I think he did this as a prank. <laughs> massive troll job listening to it right now while you guys are describing it is so amazing <laughs> it, there's these parts where like some of the horns get really sad to like mar, mar, mar. no that's like that's basically it's like wah, wah. <laughs> well it god damn. Like, it's like a parody of itself it, it's ugh. I'll give it to you, man. You earned them gavels, dude. That it's I knew I just knew it was gonna be just like yeah, the opposite direction of anything you'd want from jazz. <laughs> like, God. There's more there's there's other tracks though that like legitimately I only did I like I thought about uh there's these ones from like he did this a tra album called like Earth or something like that. And um 
there's like a 10 minute track where it's like it's this it's just like all of that jazz for 10 and a half <laughs> fucking minutes and i was like i'll just no no we'll just find the one that's a little shorter just five minutes <laughs> just five yeah, I, I wouldn't have listened to the whole 10 anyways it's, yeah I'm just there, a couple of the songs on this playlist i didn't even listen to the whole thing <laughs> it's just too it hurt it hurt i hurt myself today <laughs> <laughs> I listened to Coltrane today. Uh, today. <laughs> well, to see if I still fucking hated it. <laughs> it is one like I like even I I guy can't really do like the whole track most of the time. It is like so much, so much fucking like weird shit to the wind. Like, but <laughs> you know, in a kind of like an opposite direction, uh, we kind of come to uh, a techno song. I'll call it. Uh, called Exploration of Space by Cosmic Gate. This song was directly aimed at Master Gill, but I'm we'll, we'll, we'll get your take in a second. First off, let's hear some from some of the EDM cats. Uh, Jameson, how'd you feel about this? This is a 90s techno song, if I'm correct. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know when this came out, but this is just old school trance, man. And I fucking loved it. I mean, it, I wanted to bust out my old rave gear and some glow sticks and some ecstasy <laughs> and go fucking partying um i i have to say for trance songs like this is a very generic trance track like uh, basically any trance artist you can find a song that sounds exactly like this but hey that's all right with me i fucking dig on it so no complaints with this one hell yeah uh nick how about you man how'd you feel about this song this song was a blast i loved it it came on and i was like oh shit dusty's gonna hate this (laughs) but i kept listening to it and it was just kept like it kept bouncing in such a good way i i have like an old like neo from the matrix costume from like a couple years ago at halloween and i just kind of wanted to put on that that matrix costume and do some like sick 90s dance moves to it (laughs) dude that's what Um, i'm saying I got eerily close to doing that, really, but <laughs> this, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I do have to dock at a point for the main, like, the the lead synth sounding a little bit too much like Sandstorm, but other than that, Flawless. Loved it. Well, McGrady, how about you, man? How'd you feel about this? Oh, same as everybody so far. Um, I love me some trance. Cosmic Gate is really fucking cool. And I'm glad you found like a super deep cut because I haven't heard this song in a grip. Um, yeah, all the same feelings. I didn't put on a costume, but I wanted to do all those things that were previously described. And listening to it again right now, like it's getting me just, hyped. It's it's just it's just I'm just moving. I just yeah. I bet Dusty's gonna fucking hate it. Yeah. Well, and that is of course the point, Ma- Master Gill. When it comes to techno music how did you uh how did you fancy this one did you like cosmic gate was it a chef's uh, kiss it's okay <laughs> that long intro was kind of annoying and then i, I mean i i'll give him the riff that is catchy so that's okay i don't understand the trance you want to be put into this and like unless you want to kill yourself but <laughs> but no it I, I, I get the sandstorm vibes for sure because it was like, oh god, it was a sandstorm. But if this was '90s, then this is <laughs> clearly sandstorm ripped this off. Then, yeah, because sandstorm was definitely 
early 2000s something like that it just it goes on too long like i i get i get the riff okay and then just to the dumb exploration of space <laughs> whatever <laughs> i prefer is- i prefer moby when it comes to techno particularly his james bond theme remix <laughs> this this dropped in 2001 for the people out oh there. 2001 oh, for some reason I, I looked up i thought it was attached to like a 90s list i, I tried oh, maybe i was looking at something else either way it has those like huge euro beat kind of yep feel to it i think we just we just need to hand dusty something said here take this Wait 45 minutes and then put it on. And, and then you'll understand. You'll get it. You'll stop. <laughs> it, I, it'll change you. Nope. It'll change you. It'll, it'll change you. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I, I will agree with you, Gil. Like, you know, it's not like, it's not over four minutes, but I feel like even for myself, like I get kind of like hyped with it. And, but like the repetitiveness like wears at me after like, like all right, I get it. We're super repetitive. Like, so, it's catchy, yeah. but you're like, uh, I get it. I see yeah. it. It was catchy two minutes ago. <laughs> two yeah. Minutes. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, so this comes to the last, the last, you know, shot fired, at least for me. Uh, this one's coming out, coming right after Caleb and Grady. Uh, Dipshit by Rufio, which I didn't realize. I forgot to like think about them for the pop punk playlist, but you know, I did think of them for you here, Caleb. But I want to get some quick takes. Nick, do you like Rufio? Yeah. Um. So I I enjoy Rufio. But I was introduced to them by Luke Gillespie, who was of who's been featured here before. Um. Makes sense. My one issue with Rufio is they don't really have any songs that I've particularly felt has has been like a real earworm. And Mm. so I never remember to listen to Rufio. Like all of their songs are good songs, but they're just not really standout tracks to me. So I I, I just kind of forget that they're a band oftentimes, even though I don't have a single complaint about them. But there are a lot of, I mean, I I really enjoy listening to to them whenever they, they come up in a playlist. I never skip any of their tracks. I just, I don't remember to listen to them either. So yeah, no, that's a, that's a good positive. I do. I definitely, I definitely feel that like, you know, they're one of those like, like similar, like I I like actively have to be like thinking about like something Rufio adjacent. Then I'll be like, Oh, Rufio. Like, and then I'll put some, (laughs) like put on, put on some Rufio and I'm like, Oh, I don't mind it at all. I just, yeah, it's never the first thing. But Dusty, how about you? How'd you feel about about dipshit? Oh, I like this. I, I figured Caleb's not gonna like this because the whininess to it. But it's I don't know, it's through and through pop punk. Oh it's, yeah. Especially Rufio. When I think of Rufio, it reminds me of Luke <laughs> for some reason. One hundred percent though. I don't know if it's the 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 Asian actor Dante or or just, I think, I feel like Luke used some sort of Rufio tagline or something in some sort of social media thing, but I don't know. It's just pop punk. Yeah. It's like very raw though. Like the, I feel like the production isn't great, but I think that adds to it, makes it a little bit better. So I do kind of like the a little bit of that also, like the kind of like under, almost under production at times. It, can, it also dates dates it pretty well. Like you kind of like can pinpoint, this is like early 2000s. Um, yeah. But Jameson- It makes it sound more punk, right? I mean, that's I, what, yeah. I, we had the same kind of opinions on Set Your Goals too. And 
I think he just made it lean a little bit harder into the punk than into the pop side. So, no, I Why agree, not? dude. I agree. So, Jameson, what about you though? Are you uh, you a fan of Rufio? Did you like this song? Uh, I don't know about Rufio at all. Like this is maybe my first exposure to him. Oh. It was fine. Uh, I just looked. This uh, also released in 2001. So Jared went a little 2001 heavy on this. I guess mix. I did. <laughs> but uh, it, it made me think like this could be a band like headlining when Waiting for Daryl was playing at the Grange. Like this is a big pull. And so I was for like, sure. yeah, this is kind of the same kind of feel. So maybe some nostalgia vibes. And it was fine. Nothing like it's not going to make it into a heavy rotation for me, but I didn't turn it off and I wouldn't, but they are mighty whiny. So <laughs> dude, yeah, that is always the thing that weighs on you. And I bet it weighed on Caleb quite a bit. Caleb, did you, did you digest this Rufio? All right. Or was <laughs> I did. Um, oh, I digested it. It wasn't all right. It gave me um, musical cramps. Um, it's so whiny. So it's whiny. So I don't, I don't know. Like as time has gone on and I've heard like albums with like really good production quality, whether they're this or that genre, it's like, I'm not true cult, man. I, I like, I like high fidelity. I like a good mix in production and all that. I appreciate that. This sounds not like that. It, it's like, I'm guessing they had some lion sixes and Epiphone SGs and, um, oh, yeah. Just some some fourteen year old kid going, eh, eh, eh. And, and if the drummer plays fast enough, it's fucking cool, and it's it's good enough for a crowd of thirteen year old shitheads. But I'm thirty fucking one years old. I don't need this bullshit in my life. You did a great job, man. I really didn't like this, but you know, all all, all uh, you know, it's hard to be in a band. It takes a lot of work. So, you know, great job, guys. I hope you're doing well but it's just not for me. It broke just, up years ago. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I just like, it was like, I was trying to think of how to get one on you. And there's a couple of ways I was going to do. It. I was like, I could put another jazz song on there, but I'm not going to. And then I was like, Rufio popped into my head exclusively because of that. Just the whininess of the, of the, of the, the dude's vocals. Like it's sometimes like, is the reason I don't listen to him at, at times. I'm just like, I don't need that right now. <laughs> like, like you said, Caleb, but you know, it's, it's also like, I don't know. They probably is nostalgia. Like every time I listen to a Rufio track, like, like we mentioned, you know, I think about like fucking Luke Gillespie, you know, not fucking Luke Gillespie, but like, I think about That's Luke Gillespie. About. <laughs> Riding dirty. Oh Riding dogging. <laughs> Corn dogging him. Yeah, speaking corn of dogging. corn dogs, <laughs> make sure at all times, at all times, a hot dog anywhere adjacent to Old Heart Radio needs to make sure it's dipping itself in some batter and getting corned. So, you know, find these fucking these podcasts on Spotify or iTunes. They're on YouTube also, technically. But there's the plug. I'm doing it. Shameless. <laughs> Shame yourself all battered up and dip yourself, yourself in hot oil. Yeah. Shameless Finnegan. The first oh. time I said that in front of Lucas, where I was like, I was like, dip that hot dog in some batter and corn dog yourself up or whatever. You're just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're doing now. This is this is our fans are corn dogs. <laughs> but well, okay. on this next one, 
this is coming down into my list and i, I guess i'll just jump in because this one is specifically for our captain um, this is Shrike by Hosier, which, um, so the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the inspiration behind this, I knew I had to find a coffee house song. So I deep dived into four different playlists, uh, that are specifically titled coffee house music. And, uh, this was within the first three tracks on all four of them. So yeah. I was like, well, this just has to be it. But, um, on that note, like I think Hozier or Hoosier, I don't fucking know how to say his name. I actually <laughs> really enjoy his voice and don't really mind this song that much. And I think Take Me to Church was actually kind of fucking catchy too. So, oh, didn't God, that's I, who this was? Yeah, yep, oh same guy. God. Same oh, guy. No. Okay. I don't know that song either. That explains <laughs> a lot. Well, then, on that note, what did you think of this one, Flan? This was just a waste of five minutes of my life. <laughs> I I didn't get it. I I was confused. I honestly didn't think you liked this song either. And now that I'm hearing you say that you did like it, I, I'm just baffled. I I didn't love it, but uh, I mean, I wouldn't turn it off. Uh, so I don't know, man. There's there's just absolutely nothing here for me. It's it's <laughs> through and through a, a just boring to me, and I didn't I didn't get it. Well, what about you, Gil? Um, this is the second Hosier song I've heard, other than the Take Me to Church one. And I, I like that song. I thought it was catchy in 2013, 2014, whatever it was when it came out. But yeah, this is okay. I, I've heard this before. This, not this song, but this shit. <laughs> and it's, I, like, I like it, but it's, I don't know. I figure you guys probably don't, so. It's kind of boring, too. It's kind of going back and forth on it, but eh, give it a chance. Yeah, it's definitely not something that would make it into a heavy rotation, but mm. it's it's fine in small doses. I, yeah. I imagine Caleb doesn't agree with that, so. <laughs> um, Like, yeah, I agree. It, it's, it's, like, if you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put some music on, like, in the car or whatever and listen to it, it's not what I would go to. It's it's pretty fucking boring. But um, if this is how I could enjoy it, and this has happened, this kind of thing's happened to me before, where you know you're at a cafe with some friends, you just had some coffee, and then you go outside and you smoke a joint, and turns out that joint happened to be indica, and you go inside, and there's some guy playing, you know, some music at the cafe, and it's this, and that's when you're like, oh, I'm just gonna get wrapped up in this and. Like the production's really good. Um, everything's done really well. He's a good singer, but unless I was like, you know, just in the the live atmosphere, yeah, I'm gonna pass on it. Well, Fair enough. this brings us to the captain. I, I need some strong strong thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like this, uh, like you said, James, a Hoosier or Hoosier or whatever you want to call him. Like this song is. This song is the shit that coffee makes me take in the morning. Like, <laughs> like, like I can't do it, man. Like I can't, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like, 
drawn out like at times like you get some vocal work and then maybe that's just me like you know in the middle of like trying to like take a dump like oh, okay here we go like you know psyching myself up or something it's just it has this like flow of just like a long slow dump and i just i just can't do it man is like, this, this something you've heard at the cafe i i i can almost guarantee you this is played at the cafe but like i couldn't i mean like this is one of the prime example of one of those songs that I would just like, I would hear like a few seconds and then just like tune out. I've gotten really good as an adult of just tuning shit out or I'm just like, just oh. have to dissociate. Yeah. yeah. This is that song. This is, I'd say it's a learned. very fucking good pick because this fucking, oh yeah. It just like, I had to listen to it in like two takes because I was just like, I for I fast forwarded it and then I was like that wasn't enough so I had to like I don't know I just I can't do it I can't do these slow songs anymore just take them away take them away take them, away. Take them to church <laughs> take them to church <laughs> yeah there's full of fucking demons I, I I don't know man this Shrike is yeah Blech. <laughs> it's shite it's shite it's right, Shake. Well, but what's the what's the next track on the list, Jameson? Okay, so, so I'll just I'm going through all these. All right, uh, <sighs> next track is so let's go nowhere by the arrogant sons of bitches. Um, I knew for Caleb it had to be a ska song, and I, I couldn't go with just a generic band that we've visited before. You know, everyone had heard of, so I. I dug through many playlists and man, this one just came out as perfect. Like it has plenty of punk, but man, it's just got some, I mean, most of the song or a lot of the songs is just yelling without saying any words, which I know Caleb hates just, it hit all of those perfect marks for, for Caleb. So, oh, yeah. but I will say now, I think it's one of my favorite on the playlist. Uh, as Nick would say, it's a fucking bop. So <laughs> what did you think of it, Jared? Dude, I agree with you, man. Like I, I think this song rips a bit. Like I, I'm, I'm in for it. It's got some weird, like energy. You just get fucking like going on it. Like I, I, and I immediately envision caleb just basically making the face he's making right now on the <laughs> it's just like nah he's not gonna have it like he's this is gonna go down and it's gonna come back up <laughs> but yeah i fucking like this song man it might it might be one of my tops on the list also yeah uh what about you nick <laughs> uh i am well they the arrogant sons of bitches is that what they're called yeah that is the they they earned a new fan um that I was not expecting like a really kick-ass brand new ska band to listen to on this playlist and I got one uh, I was pretty stoked on this like they chose really exciting rhythms to use like some really complex bullshit that they would just like interrupt with ska breaks and like just punk-ass shit going on in the song it was it was a blast it was I'm gonna a Nick Flannery classic here this was a lot of fun to listen to <laughs> um, that it was also like technically skilled enough that it was actually like holy shit like really keeping my interest too like it was it was like technical punk and ska at this i don't see anything to not like it i'm i after i heard this song i went back and listened to a couple more of their their tracks and i'm sure that i'm going to be continuing to listen to the arrogant sons of bitches in the future nice 
Well, Gil, what about you? Oh, I like this. It gives me nostalgia. Like, uh, I feel like I'm playing Tony Hawk or something right now. The fast ska, and yes, yeah, I enjoy ska. It's not something I seek out regularly, but it's it's always a nice delight to have. You know, change things up a little, clear your palate, have some ska. You know, <laughs> makes you happy. Now the moment we've all been waiting for. What about you, Leb? So, the other day, I ate some Laffy Taffy. I didn't know what flavor it was. Turned out it was peanut butter flavor. And I spit it across the room just about, and I almost died. This was about as bad as that. (laughs) I hated it. You're right. You know me. And you know what? I I love you because you know me. And that was nice. But fuck, man. I mean, okay, I'll give it to him. Very, very skilled musicians. Very technical. Very energetic. Um, Crazy that he could spit all those words that fast. You know, like, you know, I I, I respect virtuosity in any form. But why does it have to be in the form of fucking ska? (laughs) I just... Uh, and it, it, at least it's mercifully short. In case anyone's <laughs> wondering, Caleb had a bad time in the '90s. Uh, Scott wasn't my thing. I don't listen to music to be happy. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> oh, that's gotta yeah, be the next shirt. That's how I feel. Yeah. I, don't, I don't listen to music to be happy. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> Perfect. You guys like Scott? That shit sucks. <laughs> Well, thank you, you Bam Margera. You said it true. <laughs> yeah. You well, said it true. Taking another hard left, uh, the next song is Dama Dagger, I, I believe, by Danheim, who we've visited before. Uh, this one is for Gil. <laughs> I, I thought it would have been easy for me to just pester him with some EDM music, but, but, you know, Jared hit that, and last week or last episode, I got dusty with that Fish Scales song, and so I figured maybe I'll, maybe I'll take a, take a little turn into something that he also hates, which is (laughs) chanting music, and it, it just worked out that, uh, uh, last time we heard Dan Heim, uh, we found out he's an ex-EDM artist, so, I mean, it, it checked multiple boxes. Um, well done. And that was, this is calculated. Oh, it was. It was. It was. It. He's a scientist. And, uh, you know, while, while this isn't my favorite thing, I, I do appreciate this guy, and it's not something I'll listen to all the time, but every time somebody's put him on, I'm like, yeah, I, I, it's not the worst thing in the world, so... Um, I feel like Nick and Caleb are probably going to enjoy this quite a bit. So let's hear from Caleb first. Oh, man, this was such a nice uh, shift for me to go from the depths of despair of that just epically curated ska song to this. And because one, I knew, yeah, I bet you Dusty's going to fucking hate this. But I I love Dan Ham. Like, uh, he's amazing. I just you know fantasize that i'm sacrificing an oryx with a big axe and we're sowing blood on the fields and my blood is singing it's just i love it i don't know i don't know to, i don't know it makes weird shit happen in my brain which it's like is it your brain like, or your pants 
No, the brain. <laughs> it's like the primitive switch gets flipped and it's like, oh, the old ways. And I don't know what that's about, but I'm all about it. Fuck yeah. Great song. <laughs> what about you, Jared? Oh my god, dude. No, I, I just I couldn't do this song. Like I'm I'm gonna side with Gil on this one eventually. <laughs> but like I just yeah, this song was just fucking trash to me. Like I just couldn't I was like I, I thought like it was weird. Like I just kept like having these weird flashes of like, did, is Caleb putting songs he likes on this playlist? Like I, then I kept remembering that it was like Jameson song for, for somebody else. <laughs> I was like, but yeah, they're just like, like, like whatever the fucking noises that dude's making are. I just like, I get it, but it's like, it's not something I want to take my free time to listen to. So I can't, I couldn't do it. It's bottom of the barrel for me, honestly. <laughs> well, it's getting well, there. There's other ones that are way worse, obviously. But let's let's get Flan's take because I'm sure it'll be positive notes before <laughs> we get some real hatred. Uh, I absolutely have positive notes for this. I'm a, I'm a enjoyer of Danheim. Um, uh, I Caleb mentioned the priv- the primitive switch, and I definitely have that as well. Um, the two of us spent quite a lot of time not doing what we were supposed to be doing in woodshop and instead researching how to build like an old timey stove or how to build you know how to make a bowl by burning it <laughs> i tried to order a skull online we're gonna yeah, drink from, from it from the boneroom.com which i don't think they sell real skull or real human skulls anymore some of them were but they were very the expensive boneroom.com <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> One time we, we stunk up the entire uh, wood shop because we were making arrowheads out of elk bones. And it turns out when you take an elk bone to a sander, that shit stinks. It's like burning hair. Oh, my God. Well, uh, regardless of that, how about Danheim? Oh, yeah. Anyways, the music. <laughs> elk bones no, stink I, aside. I, I really, <laughs> no, I really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a good song. Like, I, I don't have any particular individual takes because, I mean... Yeah, it is a chanting song. They're really not that unique from one another. They'll have different themes or different kind of atmospheres to them, but overall, they all kind of sound roughly the same, and that's by intent. Like, you're supposed to meditate to it. You're supposed to zone out and, you know, kind of enter a trance-like state to it. It is trance music in a form. Um, Original. Mm-hmm, correct. Actually, wait, I learned that from you. Never mind. Uh, but um, it did get me pretty hyped, because Caleb and I are going to go see Heilung, uh, uh, in September, and I'm super fucking stoked for that, which is another chanting act. Uh, it's also super fucking sold out. The tickets that we're selling for like pretty cheap are now being traded in the thousands of dollars. So I might oh, get boy. rich. We might not it's go. Gonna be wild. <laughs> if we if we don't go, we, we can still just hang out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and be rich. Yeah, flip that shit. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's time. Let's hear it from Master Gill. I just I don't understand this at all. It just sounds like the Survivor theme song <laughs> back in the day, and like <laughs> it just reminds me of shit reality TV. Just and then you get in this, and you're like, how could you go to a whole concert of this? Like, how can you listen to this for more than? two minutes because that would be the most boring thing ever because it's just gonna keep going on is the whole crowd fall asleep it's like it's like oh my god i don't get this like 
I wouldn't. So you guys even, are doing a pretty good job. I, I wouldn't have even wanted that. to. I wouldn't want to listen to this in the TP days. And there's other effects going on. I'd be like, please change this. This is just <laughs> too much. It's giving me bad vibes. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, it's just shit. Uh, if I want to listen to Drum Circle or something, I can do it my own self. So it's like, or at least do it with other people. That'd be fun, rather than the, listen to the shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking with you, Gil, man. I, I, I don't know how they can just, do it. It all sounds the same to me. And, uh, what is it? Didgeridoos? Does have rain sticks in there? Like, <laughs> Homemade whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Homemade xylophones out of bones. Oh yeah. Want one of those? A, a Honestly, bone they might. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past any one of these bands to have a xylophone made Just, of real bones. Uh, Who should make that? I feel yeah. like all these playlists oh, okay, that we've had these Yeah. All these playlists that we had these chant songs on. I'm pretty sure this is just the same song every time. I, I, Right, it's just a, it's just I like a cover or something difference. that everybody keeps doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, that brings me to the bottom of my list. Um, this song, I think this is probably my favorite pick, just because of I, it's so great. I mean, this one is for Nick Flannery by his alter ego, Mick Flannery. Um, <laughs> I found this looking for Jared's actually on one like down tempo coffee house uh, playlist. That makes sense. I was like, oh, Mick Flannery, I better check this out. <laughs> and within 10 seconds, I knew, yep, this has got to be it. Uh, it hits those soft acoustic vibes that Nick hates. Uh, the lyrics are just emo as fuck. I, I left, I pointed one out. There's nothing wrong with feeling sad. I wish I could ease it. And it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is just fucking brutal to listen to. But I, it made me so happy to know how angry Nick will be at this. So um, I, I imagine everyone else is going to hate it. So let's hear from Jared first. Oh, man. Yeah, I, it totally makes sense that this was like kind of branching off of something you were looking for for me because I hey. I definitely am not here for this song. It's like, it's like, it's, I don't, I don't know how to equally like, like, I just don't care about any element of this song. I don't care about the guy singing. I don't care about his stupid voice. I don't care about the, the probably, as he probably says, beautiful poetry that his lyrics are. I don't care about his like acoustic singer songwriter vibe. Ugh, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Gil, what about you? I mean, this is kind of man with guitar at the party, you know. But... <laughs> is this Chaz Cox? Is this a Chaz Cox cover? Oh Someone had to say it. Yeah. it. It's not the. I mean, the, I don't know. It's not the worst thing, but I, it, again, another point I'll go back to is I've heard this before. How many man with guitar at a party? Different singer songwriters can there be? And it's. I mean, it's no different than Hozier or Jack Johnson, you know, all that bullshit. It's, yeah. Well, then let's hear from Caleb, because I'm sure that this is going to be full of hatred, and I know oh, he's going to hate it, too. So, um, 
I can't remember. I think I was trying to like, um, I was trying to send Nick a message on Instagram and I was looking up his name and this guy popped up and I was like, who the fuck is this fucking guy? And so I listened, I listened to him before and yeah, like my feelings have not changed about this man. Um, it's super fucking boring. Um, no one cares about some middle-aged white guy playing his guitar and complaining about being sad. It's like fucking take some Prozac, jerk off, and go to sleep. Like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I don't like it, and I don't <laughs> like that. If you, if you know, I don't like the fact that if you Google one of my friends, you get this fucking asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck him. I, I see Nick spooling up. Let's let's hear from Nick Flannery about his alter ego. This is this is my moment. You just killed Krillin here, man. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck. I, I I was expecting people to pick music I didn't like. Uh, I was expecting people to not to dial in, you know, like a lot of elements of, of things of music I didn't like. I didn't expect you to hit the fucking nerve right right on the middle, man. <laughs> it, it's all oh, from a place I was of love. Mad. <laughs> it's from oh, I know. it's from love. Oh, I oh I I'm, I'm aware. I, I don't hold this against you, but that was like <laughs> fucking red bullseye on the first turn man first first throw jesus christ oh, dude, okay gavel, so sure. yeah we'll, we'll we'll start it with a gavel we're gonna sandwich a few in there um probably finish on another one okay i'm gonna start with the music because this is these are my most positive feelings this is some soft boy indie rock soft bullshit i hated it um it, it's it hits all of the elements of just that weak just kind of it's this super deliberately soft style of music and it's just so tame and uninteresting to me he hits all the 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 little check boxes for me he's got those little soft high pitch fucking singing (laughs) vocals i want to slap him (laughs) Uh, and so here's here's the thing this man has over three hundred thousand monthly listeners Oh. Do you know how fucking hard and how long I'm gonna have to be working at my stupid little string lights music music projects so that when someone Googles my name they find me and not this fucking weirdo? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That is goddamn infuriating. It is. Oh my god. That is. It, it, it's grating. I can't search my own name to find my own music <laughs> on the internet because 100% of the time this guy's name pops up first. Fuck you, Mick. Give me my name back. Your M is stupid. Get an N like a real man. <laughs> Die in a fire. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. Dude. Write a fucking sad song about it when you're done. Oh my, okay. I didn't even listen to the whole song. That line Jameson pointed out, I just turned it off after that line. Yeah, it was pretty rough after that, oh. too. So you didn't miss much. <laughs> it was pretty rough. Oh just my god. The dude. whole song of. I'll be out here dancing. It was just, it was horrible. I, I, no, I did not pick this song out of any form of love uh, for the song, but love for Nick. So, no, I get it. I, like you, you, you could only have known how much this song would piss me off be, because you know me. Yeah. That is, ugh. So, as I step out of my part of the playlist, I'm just going to take a quick bow for. Uh, pissing all of you off rightfully well done you did you did solid (laughs) man um and so that takes us to 
uh, Caleb, McGrady, we're going to cover a couple of tracks of yours on this list. We're going to split it up and save a little extra hate for the next podcast as well. Keep sprinkling that spite, you know. But we have to dive into a couple of your tracks because, you know, you take it from here. You, you, you introduce introduce us to your, your section here. Well, it's probably just as well that there's only two for this round because um, the first song is for Jameson. And I thought about it for a while. And I was like, I think I know what I'm going to do. I need to pick a song that's very long. And this song is eight minutes long. I need to pick a song with a lot of blast beats. I need to pick a song with awful vocals. And it was just an added benefit that it was a song or it was a band that you're familiar with. It is Abigail Williams. And it's one of their newer songs called I Will Depart. And I love this shit. I don't know. Like, I'm just a metal grandpa now. And I don't care. Um, But I knew, like... Maybe, like, I don't even think back in the day you would have liked this. I think you probably hate it more now. So, but what do the rest of you guys think about it? Yeah, man. Um, how about Jared? You go ahead. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I yeah, I, you know, you called yourself a, a metal, a metal grandpa or whatever. I, I'm just, I, I'm not there, man. I, I must be like, I just can't do this. Like this, this is like hot shit. If you ask me, like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but you know, like yeah, that being said, I also don't think I'm, I'm, my, I, I probably hate this less than Jameson does. And, and, you know, that's why I'm just like, I hate it, but I, I like, I'm still willing to put up with it for some reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you better watch out. Ken Sorcerer's going to come over, kick your ass. Uh, he lives probably not far from you. Yeah. An Olympia band. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's dangerous. You can't cross the Abigail Williams group. Hang on. For the for corn dogs who aren't aware, Ken Sorceron is the name of the the man behind the band Abigail Williams. He has his own stage name. Great name. As most black metal artists do, which is a great well, trend. I'm I'm also curious because I figured most of you would hate this, but I'm also curious about what Dusty thinks. Uh, I didn't hate it. The, the main riff start was a little off-putting because it reminded me like it was very similar to the main riff of Christmas in the Underworld part one and part three by Jake Schmouter. <laughs> I can definitely hear that beat, that B minor chord and the way it progresses is very similar to that. Plagiarism. So, yeah, I mean, well, all music's plagiarism, but I, I don't hate him for that. And it just kind of got me like, oh, I've heard that riff before. Um, but I didn't hate it. I mean, it, it was too long. I will give him that, but I don't hate all black metal. And this is like, at least it's, you know, you could all be dancing around and, you know, bopping up to it. Cause it's at least the, <laughs> at least it's sketchy somewhat. You know, I can't I imagine feel it, like, dancing to black metal. I'm I just so think I'm standing yeah. angrily in a corner. <laughs> it's, it's more like a hardcore dance and you can open the pit up. That's how I would do it. Nice. What about you, Nick? Um, honestly, I was surprised. I, 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 I didn't know that Abigail Williams started making good music again. 
Um, I, I'm generally a fan of their their older stuff. Like I, my, I mean, my favorite of their tracks, Watchtower, like carrying birds into the ashes, etc. Like those are from a very older, like a much more like technical mellow death era of their music. And once they started getting a lot more true cult, as they say, um, I really lost interest. But this one, I actually, I, I was starting to enjoy. It, it had a lot better structure to it. I really enjoyed the, the the flowing of the like the chord changes and just the general ambiance. I think he really he really nailed probably what he's been trying to achieve for a long time. Um, I, I'm honestly going to give this album a, a listen. It's a good one, but. You were really sucking it up there, Ken, if you're listening. Like, past couple of years, no. I'm sure that Jameson feels like Ken Sorceron has always sucked. What do you What do you feel, Jameson? Uh, you're right. I, I, I don't remember old Abigail Williams. I know I've heard it. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Um, I, I have no reason to fucking listen to this. What the fuck? Why, do I, why would I waste eight <laughs> minutes of my life listening to this? When a majority of it is a fucking blast beat with a shitty guitar riff over the top of it. Like, I hate black metal. It is trash. And I don't know why anyone would spend time listening to it. And when I've called it trash on, like, Reddit, I've talked about this before. And all these fucking black metal nerds come out and talk about how it's the best genre of metal. Fuck you guys. It's fucking trash. This is not good. It is not good at all, and it's infuriating having to list. Like, focus your energy somewhere else. You don't need to do fucking eight minutes of blast beats, and the vocals are bad. Like, I was a little disappointed I didn't see Devin Townsend anywhere on this, but this is... No, it's not worse, but it, it's as bad. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'm, I wasn't going to throw Devin under the bus. Son of a bitch! <laughs> How did you turn that around, you fucking asshole? <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. All right. Here's a fun secret. If you want to write a black metal chord progression, it's easy. All you got to do is write a regular chord progression, but instead of using music theory or the proper chords, just make every chord a minor chord. Mm -hmm. And well, that's, you, if, that's black metal. If you put in the minor fifth and the minor third, it gets real scary. Yeah. There you go. Just, just make sure it's all minor. It doesn't really flow that well, but it keep and then just keep telling people that it was like a deliberate mode shift into another minor key or something. And tremolo pick, and it's not. It's because you can't write chord progressions. Nick can attest to this because I just sent him another track. Um, tremolo picking is the the key to making up for lack of creativity. <laughs> it, it it provides stuff. I like it. It's, it's a legitimate lead guitar technique. Okay. Well. Next, we move on to something kind of different. Um, more Metal Grandpa bullshit. Um, this is for Dusty. I wasn't sure, like, because you guys had already hit um, EDM and chanting. And I was like, okay, Dusty doesn't like a lot of the metal that I listen to. Let me try and find something that checks a few boxes. And I found this band called Atlas. They're from Finland. And the song's called uh, Taivaranta, which I'm probably pronouncing incorrectly, but... Some of it's in Finnish. It's very heavy. It's kind of got a little bit of that tribal, folkish, old-timey vibe, but it's also just crunchy, smashy death. Um, and I, I, this is—I've been waiting for this moment for for weeks to find out what Dusty thinks of this song because I just really don't know how it's gonna go. <laughs> but let's start with James. Uh, 
actually, you know what? I'm not going to give this one hate. Uh, I actually enjoyed this one. Not a lot, but a little bit. Um, it's, uh, maybe it's just the mood I've been in lately, but it just had a, a, a groove to it. And I don't know if anyone's really ever explained metal as groovy, but it, it had the right, right, right tune for me at the time. So I liked it. Interesting. Well, I mean, if you've been the kind of mood where you're freezing to death in the snow, that's apt because that's what the song's about. Yeah, it's cold as fuck over here in Idaho. Perfect. It snowed today here. Yeah, yeah. we had oh, snow. Perfect. What about you, Jared? Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, this is what I, I was like. I was like, I, I was joking around Nadine uh, talking about how like this is literally like this playlist is just it, like it is so hard on me um <laughs> in, in general and this track this track's unrelenting all uh, on top of it i just can't do it like it's just it, it's like it's like those like slow like melodic parts we always talk about songs like wanting you to fucking pay attention to it like look at me look at me look at me that like like i'm not i don't care man like i'm not here for your like melodic you know self-indulgent bullshit like this song is just sort of stupid, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, damn. And I'm sorry, Caleb. <laughs> it's nothing personal. It's just Atlas stuck my balls. <laughs> okay. Well, Nick, please help. All right. I'm going to start with a question. Have you been listening to a lot of these guys recently? Yeah, they're really good. All right. I can tell. Um, why? Uh, so, I, as as some of you may or may not know, uh, I am a big shot producer and the lead producer on this hot new act called The Sinking Night. Um, and uh, I'm currently in the process of uh, prepping to uh, actually produce, mix, and master a, a new song for that act. Uh, oh, and uh, I actually spent a lot of time listening to this track in particular to get ideas because I was kind of stumped on what on on what the the frontman and lead guitarist of the Sinking Night sent me. I honestly was planning on just putting a buttload of blast beats on it until I heard this band. Um, I noticed oh, some clear cool. influence, and I'm going to be using a lot of elements, especially when it comes to the drums, about uh, the types of progressions, song structure, etc., cetera, uh, etc. Cetera. Um, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely going to be employing this style of music to uh, the sinking night. Interesting. But, interesting. but well, for myself, where can you find some happy. of that? Where can you find some of that music though, real quick? Oh yeah, you can find that up up on Spotify. I think he's got about one single up there. Just one. It's just one. Uh, it's called Blue and Gray. You can listen uh, to it. That's gray with an A Y. You should stream it a thousand times. It was supposed to be an E Y, but. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, it like, is an EY. One okay. you're, you're thousand right. times. I, I forgot how to play it. I haven't listened to it in a really long time. Anyway, so it wasn't for you, Nick. Not really? <laughs> no, I mean, no. I mean, I don't think I'd listen to it on my own, but I'm definitely going to explore this band and, and the types of songs that they write in in an effort to aid my client. Their production is amazing. Okay, Produ um, I will say this, Caleb. I agree with you like that. The production is really fucking like amazing on this song, in general. So I agree with you there. Like I can see some appeal there. Okay, the moment I've been waiting for, for some reason, for quite some time. 
Gil, what did you think of this song? Um, the the music part of it's fine. Got some catchiness to that. I don't like the. I don't like the main like lyrics, like the chorus. It reminds me of uh, Devin Towns in a certain ways. That that kind of. I don't know, like over the top, Scott Stapp kind of stuff. It's just, nah. God damn it. It's, it's the only type of music they're allowed to play by law in Finland, chanting or metal. Yes, it's one I think thing so, I, yes. I want to know because I'm, I'm moving there. Heard of any other genres of music coming out of that country? <laughs> Come on, you know, there's other type of music, right? That's that's fair. <laughs> well, yeah, it went about the way I expected it to. <laughs> Dude, I'm Fuck. with you though, Gil. I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not there. Just keep your stick on the ice. 